Welcome to the Kingdom Advancing Ministries podcast. My name is Pastor Virgil Lofty, better known to some of you and a lot of you as Pastor V. And I'm Prophetess Tanya Lofty, and we are so happy that you're here. Here at TCAM, it is our mission to bridge the gap between the church and the community. As we prepare to celebrate God's faithfulness to us and the official launch of a location, you can join us live online for communion and Bible study. And of course, make sure you subscribe to listen to the replay of those messages right here on the podcast. On behalf of myself, Pastor V. And me, Prophetess Tanya. And the entire TCAM family. We want to say thank you. God bless you for tuning in and being a part of the podcast. We pray that this message and these messages will be a blessing to you and will allow you and help you advance the kingdom of God. Amen. So be blessed by what you hear. And listen, the Bible tells us to not just be a hearer of the word, but be a doer of the word also. Father, for this is the day that you have made, God. Hallelujah, God. Oh, God, thank you for what has been done on today, God. Thank you for allowing us in your presence, God. For we know that in your presence there's a fullness of joy, Father. And at your right hand, God, we thank you, Father, for that. us forevermore, God. Oh, God, we give you glory, honor, and praise, God, for this day, Jesus. Hallelujah. Have your way on today, God. Be glorified in us. Hallelujah. Let the words, Father, that come forth, God, be those that you've given, God. We thank you, Father, that I decrease, that you will increase. God, I thank you, Father, that you will receive all glory, honor, and praise. And that souls will be changed, lives will be touched. Hallelujah. People will come out. Hallelujah. Of dark places that they're hiding. And serve and worship you all the day of them. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning again. I had an awesome, awesome time listening to you guys in praise and worship. And most importantly, watching this young lady on his front row sing. <laughs> listening to her sing. We're going to do the pass the mic thing right here. And I'm going to pass her the mic one Sunday morning. So get ready. You already let us hit you. I heard you. Yes, indeed. Yeah, have mercy, Lord. It was a wonderful thing to, to hear that. We've been praying and believing. Not saying you. I'm not pulling you out. I, I didn't call no name, stand no name. I didn't look at you. I'm not even looking at the Bible. I'm looking out into the boys. I'm not making no action. That's what we're talking about. They know. And just thank you guys. And I appreciate you guys. Listen, for getting up. Thank you guys for making for coming out here. And thank you guys for getting out of your bed. Some of you guys are tuning in from other parts of the, of the world. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys know there's a time difference. So thank you for making God first. Amen. On your in your day. And I was, I had, I always, not always, I, I, I toggle back and forth 
sometimes because God is always downloading things in my spirit, especially things that concern not just me, but you guys. And he's a, you guys are always in my spirit about, about what is the next step for the body of believers? What's the next step for the people of God? We can talk about a lot of things, and a lot of things are being talked about, amen, in the world, especially in Christendom. Everybody has an opinion about something. How do you say this? Why you said that? You shouldn't have said this. You shouldn't have done that. And the focus is never on God fully, but it's to show other people how much they know about God. Mm. And, and it's always interesting to me. And so I just want to make sure that we are on point as a body. And what I saw this morning helped me to shift in something that he gave me last night. Turn your Bibles to Judges, chapter 1. Judges chapter 1. Now, the main one of Judges is right after Joshua. Right after Joshua. And listen, verse, chapter 1, verse 1 tells us after the death of Joshua, the Israelites inquired of the Lord, who will be the first to for us against the Canaanites. The Lord answered, Judah is to go and have handed the land over to him. So, listen, jump down, or well, not jump down, go all the way over to, um, to Judges chapter 20. Just set the foundation. We're going we to touch on some churches. Judges chapter 20. Verse 18. We're going to start at 17. It says the Israelites, apart from Benjamin, mobilized 400,000 armed men. Everyone experienced, everyone an experienced warrior. So they were all experienced in battle, amen? You got No, I said you want to jump up to 17. 27. <laughs> I'm not messing with you, sisters. <laughs> I'm not messing with sisters, so you got this more. Chapter 20, verse 17. It says the Israelites apart from Benjamin mobilized 400,000 armed men. That's not really men, that's a lot of men, isn't it? 400,000, everyone an experienced warrior. They were experienced in battle, men. 400,000 men were all been trained to fight. Let's check out verse 18. It says, they set out, went to Bethlehem, and inquired of God. The Israelites asked, who is to go first? All these men, 400,000 experienced fighters, they asked the question, 
who is to go first to fight for us against the Benjamites? And the Lord said, Judah will be the first. Amen. I want to talk to you guys real quick this morning on something. I'm excited. I'm about to bust because I'm excited about it. Because it tells us then Judah first. Judah means praise. So in all these battles, 400,000 men, God saw Judah and said, let's send Judah. Let's send praise first. Before you fight, experienced as you are in battle, you can stand against whatever the devil's throwing against you. Send your praise first. <laughs> I'm trying to, so I said, listen, Judah first. Hallelujah. That, that's our title. Send Judah first. You need to send your praise before you. Before you go out of your day. Because every day is a battle. They couldn't hear the scriptures. Judges 1, chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. We said, and then we jump down to Judges chapter 20, verse 17 through 18. So Judges chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Judges chapter 20, verse 17 through 18. Send Judah first. Your praise is important. Your praise sets the tone for your life. Amen. Because we know that Jacob was the Judah was the fourth child of Jacob. He was the fourth And we know how important it is that, see, it's important that we name our children. True. Jacob named his fourth child Judah. Great. Some of, we, some of us naming our children Hennessy. <laughs> yeah. Who you that? Not nah, a dog cat. Oh, wow. Mercedes. And so you set the tone of your child's life by the virtue of their name. Jesus. It's true. Need to speak blessings or curses on our children by what we name them. See, we minimize a name. But Jacob understood the importance of naming his child praise Judah. Because he knew the purpose that his child would have on his life. And even if he didn't know in full, he knew in part. And that the purpose for Judah will always be to praise, to lift God. Judah didn't praise himself. He praised God. And so we have to understand that in everything we do in life, we send our praise first. But if you don't, you should and you better, you will after this. Because your praise sets the, sets the tone of your life. Now, it doesn't minimize prayer because we, are, we, we pray. But in prayer, you also should be praising as well. Nothing 
actually going down the freedom of God and offering a prayer. Because see, most people wait for things to happen to give it to God. We are we can tell we pray God when we feel like when things are happening and things we want to happen that don't seem like they're moving fast enough, we praise anyway. I just lost an uncle on uh, yesterday. And my sister sent a picture of him last night. I saw it this morning. And it took me back in memory, in memory of that day. That day was in 1978 or 79. And it took me back to that point. And all I can say is, God, give my family peace. May the praise rise in my family of the life that he lived and the life well, and the testimony that they had, they had, he had a, he had um, a type of cancer that most people don't survive as long as they do, as long as he did with it. And he lived seven years longer than anybody could have expected, except God. And every day we would pray on every time we would pray on our call, and I would always lift him up in prayer. And I would thank God in praise for his life, extending his days, God. And even in extending his days, because a lot of us, and let me just say this to y'all, everybody's not going to be granted the time to get your life in. That timeline is finding for all of us. We have to maximize the time that he's given us and not expect to be on any time to get it right. See, most people believe, and it's just falsehood, that at the, almost at the end of your life, you get an opportunity to get it right. I'm granted that one. That when your time is here, you have to give an account for all the time leading up to that that you did not receive the call in your life. You did not answer God calling you. You mocked and played with what he told you. Well, how's this praise? I'm glad you asked. Stay with me on 10. Because you can't play praising. Praising comes from a knowing who God is on the inside of you. And praise comes from a, a relationship with the Father. Yeah. Everything else is just going through the motion. You take a moment and encapsulate that and you think you're praising God. No. All you're doing is thanking him for the moment. Praise is a lifestyle of the goodness of God. Just as worship is a lifestyle, just as faith is a lifestyle, you got it. Listen, praise is a lifestyle for the believer, not for the imitator. Hmm. Amen. Amen. Because a lot of you want to, see, because a lot of people want to be with God, 
when it's convenient for them. God is a very present help in trouble when it's convenient. But the moment you get out of trouble, you run right back into trouble and expecting the same God to bring you out of trouble. Now he's great, he's faithful and he's merciful and he's just, but he's not holy. And he said, be not deceived. He's not mocked. Whatever you sow. Don't be mistaken. That you're going to reap. And I know everybody's like, Pat to me, why does it sound like so gloom and doom? Because listen, he's telling us that he will not be played with. I didn't say it. He said, he said he's not to be played with. So in time, I think his praise isn't to be played with. You can't play with his praise. Either you won't get into it. We don't have to be motivational speakers to, to get you in remembrance of the things that God has done for you. If you look back over your life, well, let me say, I tell y'all all the time, I only talk about me because I don't know you well enough to talk about me. I don't know me well enough and I know the things that God has brought me out of. So I speak about me with the confidence and the And another thing, I tell my story so the devil don't get an opportunity to tell my story. Amen. Come on. Come on. So I praise God for what he's done for me. Why? Because you, devil, will never get the opportunity to tell my story and make me feel ashamed that I didn't get God's glory. So I thank God and I praise God for the moments that I had that was that I was dumb, stupid, and ignorant and blind to his goodness. And all the drive-by shooting that he kept me from. All the dumb decisions with women that I made that I shouldn't have made, but I thought it was a, pri a price and a prize to be gained. Mm. I found out that it brought me hardship. Amen. And it made me carry some things away from the relationship that I didn't throw from that, that whatever ship that I shouldn't have carried with me. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. We all grow up with And so I thank God for delivering me. So every moment I wake up, I praise God because listen, who I am today, I thank God because. I could have had my life taken from me. Ministering to you guys. It's a glory and an honor for me. Why? Because it brings God glory. And it gives God the honor. So I praise him. Because listen, every ear, every set of ears that come or all that, that's listening to us, it's one more that I was, that I was worthy of. And somebody, I was ministering to somebody, and they're like, why did you, why did you say that? 
about that's one more. You should thank God for people with this. I said, no. Nah. I said, because I fully understand that they don't have to listen to me. It's by the grace of God and the assignment on them in connection with the assignment on that we are joined together that they come to listen to me. So I thank God for the people. So I told myself, thank God for the people who are assigned to me to listen. And I don't take it for granted. Because see, a lot of us get up here and we praise ourselves about the knowledge that we believe that we've gained because of studying the Word of God, going to some institution and being institutionalized by some word or somebody's teaching that we believe that is about that we praise ourselves, but it's never about that. Never. He uses us absolutely. And I thank God for using me. Thank God for using you. It's never about you. Only to the degree to get somebody to God. Amen. He uses us to get them to God. Amen. Because if he did not need us in this earth, we would our existence will cease. So he needs us to be able to minister to others. If you didn't overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony, then why would your testimony be important? But it's not a, it's not that important enough that we are God in place of God. That's it right there. Absolutely not. Now he's given us the power to do the things that Jesus, he said, the greater works that we will do. Absolutely. By no stretch of the imagination do I believe that I'm all eternal. Mm. That the buck begins and ends with me. Mm. I praise God because of God used, because God chose to use me. He continues to choose to use me. I'm alive because I have a purpose in my life. If I had only I should have could have been dead a long time because of the decisions I made. But thanks be unto God that listen, he, his, he had his hand on me when I didn't see him. I was in I was in darkness and I needed to come out. And he brought me out. I ran. For years to not be what God called me to be because of some type of shame that I felt. Amen. That's why I praise God so boldly. I don't care who know I love God and serve God. And when you get to the point where you serve God openly, because a lot of us, you know, we 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 we, we some scared, we some scared Christians. We at work, and I ain't telling y'all to be. Time while you're on your job. You give you you work, you give your you give your when you're on your eight hours, you give your eight hours. When you have your break and you're reading your work, you get no howling, no calling, somebody coming, you <laughs> or you at your desk and you got your music on, you turn your music all the way down, and the first thing they come up, they start lining off the cut work. And I want to be somebody who comfortable in their skin. 
about the God that they serve. But the believer, mm-hmm. we won't praise God at all. We won't tell nobody about the goodness of God. And if we do, it's another believer. See, we, we both, we, we share openly with, with another believer. Somebody who we know that's like us. Or we think like us. We'll, we'll, we'll start opening up. Well, did you know Romans saying this? And, you know, we, I read this and then it. All the time, somebody around you is listening to hear you praise God. Give God glory around you. Looking for an opportunity because you never know who God is sitting when you are ministered to. And it don't have to be a something at the mouth of you ministering to you. You packing it. Nah. It's just a it's just a matter of you having a heart. To say, God, I'm here. I'm available. And your praise. That's what I told your praise says today. How many of us praise God? Oh, and then even in our prayer time in the morning. Stop. Stop. Send someone my way that I will minister to. That the word that you've given me in my in my heart will help move somebody unto righteousness. See, selfish. Because it's all about us. And our praise is for us, but unto God. That we establish our day, our life. Praise. Listen, our praise, God is worthy to be praised. Psalms 18. Psalms 18. Y'all, y'all got that script out there? No, I'm talking about them. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know. Making sure that the people who live when the baby hit me say Psalms 18. Oh. <laughs> 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 Welcome to the praise bar. Hey. <laughs> Psalms 18, verse 31. It says, I love you, Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock. Praising God. Amen. He prayed. He says, My fortress and my deliverer. My God, my rock, where I seek refuge. We can find refuge in God, amen. Amen. Because He's our rock, He's our shield. And as David personalized, he said, My shield. <laughs> you have to personalize it. You have to make him your shield. Your praise has to make him make it personal to you. He's my rock. I don't know about him being your rock. Is he something that you throw? Or is he somewhere where you can go? Because see, people use God as a rock sometimes. They don't throw him. They'll throw, they'll throw the word at people. Not to help a bunch of curve. But when I call him my rock, he's a place where I can go. And I can hide like 
when people when this when the life and the things of this world is trying to yeah, trying to consume, overtake me, I can go to my life. And also, he's my rock where I build my foundation. Is he your rock? Is he something? Is he a is he a, a stone that you throw at people to try to beat people in submission? Or is he your rock of foundation? So you gotta determine that my rock is what and your fortune, my deliverer. He's delivered me from some things. I used to, I know y'all be like, not too fast. I used to drink. I used to drink. I used to be a drinker. Yes, I did. I wasn't a slovenly, sloppy drunk, but I used to drink. When party time came, I drank. And sometimes I drank into excess. I remember, hallelujah, that's my praise kicking in. I can remember a time when me and a buddy of mine got so drunk. Hey, he was driving. Come on. Not many people make it home from drunk That's driving, right. y'all. Not many people get to their destination after being the passenger and the driver. Come on. Come on. We got pictures with him with his coat over his head. Jesus. Wow. That drunk. <laughs> He got the arms by his ears and the coat over his head. He take <laughs> And we don't know. He's so bad that he couldn't remember what he called the conference. Yeah, come on. There no GPS back in the day, so you can find your car. So <laughs> you walk in the back, you find your car. Church, 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 Set off the alarm so you can find it. Jesus. But that's when my praise kicks in. Yes. Because I this, we could have died. Come yeah. on. Come on. And not just us kill somebody else. Yeah. Or somebody. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you, Jesus. So when my praise kick in, so when I know him as a deliverer, he delivered me from drinking. I don't have a taste for alcohol. Come on. Come on. What's your vice that God delivered you from and that you refuse to praise God for deliverance? Thank you, Jesus. That I have to, that, well, listen, and I don't look at that. I'm going you. God has done concerning his work for us. And listen, if you can get in where you fit in, there's something about the word of God where you know that God has been a deliverer and a rock and a you are you owe it to him <laughs> to give him praise. Because you didn't deserve it. But he knew you needed him. Thank you, Jesus. And he promised to be our God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh man, what an awesome, awesome job he said, 
with whom I seek refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation. Wrong. Amen. I call to the Lord who is worthy of praise. He's worthy, y'all. Whether you want accepted or not, he's worthy. You may not be experiencing all that you think you should, but he's worthy. Yes, he is. Because listen, you should be in your life could have gone a whole nother way if you were leading your life. But because God has his hand on your life. You see me, I see you, which is somebody, which gives us reason to give God praise. No matter what our situation is, if you're looking at me and I'm looking at you, that's praiseworthy enough. No matter what your situation is, it's praiseworthy enough. Yeah, it is. You may not have everything that you want, but you're not where you should be. Somebody always has it worse than we do. Amen. So when did your so when are your worthiness to God gonna kick in and thank Him for what you have as opposed to what you don't have? Yeah, see that's what holds you up, people, God, because you're always looking at others to try to measure how often or how much praise I should give God. When you look over your life, that's enough to say, God, I thank you for my life. I thank you for my life. Yeah, God. Man, I feel good. Because in my knowing that I should be dead. And I know in my knowing that God kept me from dying prematurely. Amen. Because when we walk through the shadows of the valley of death, you can feel sometimes you can feel death oh, absolutely. all around you. Been in moments in my life where I felt death yep. all around me. Calling me. Thank you. And listen. All I can do is say, thank you, God. And I tell my sons, growing up when I grew up, I was as I as I was growing up, my childhood to prison or death. There's very few men of my childhood that are alive or free. And to be able to be a father Amen. to my sons. Amen. I thank God each and I praise God every day. Thank you, Lord. And see, listen, some of y'all waiting for y'all want y'all want these, these lightning bolt miracles. These opening up the ground and you walking out from out of the ground to a miracle. When sometimes it's the little things that God does in our lives. 
that shakes us up to the degree where we fall on our knees and say, Thank you, Lord. Watching my children grow is one of the greatest joys I have as a father. Watching them get married is going to be even greater. <laughs> not because they married, because I live to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And see them be the men of God that God has called and set before the foundation of, before the foundation of the world for them to be. Now I ain't rushing that. Amen. I appreciate you, but thumbs up in the back. I see <laughs> but I thank God for it because what it reminds me of what I should give God praise and glory for. And another thing, praise and thanksgiving. See, a lot of people want to thank you. So if you ain't thankful, you can't praise God. It's true. If you're not thankful, you can't praise God for nothing. Because I say before, most people think they did it themselves. It was me who did it. Amen. Amen. And a lot of us believe that it's facts. That we do now, he requires our participation in everything. Jesus, come on here. He requires our participation in moving what he his his kingdom and his agenda for. But trust and believe, if he don't use, if you don't want to get involved, he said he'll get it done. <laughs> he'll have a rock crying in his place. He can speak to anything. But just by virtue of his word. So he he needs us. But his agenda don't rely solely on us. He wants our participation in the things of God. So our participation requires us to be thankful. To always have a heart of thanksgiving. Psalms 100. Amen. You guys getting some out there? You got to be thankful. You got to be thankful. Psalm 100. Verse 4. You got it? Well, come on, y'all say it with me since y'all know so much. What is it? Enter into the gates with thanksgiving. Into his courts with praise. Amen. And listen, I love this preacher so much, and this chapter so much, because we used to enter into our church this way every Sunday. He said, it says, let the, it says, what is that? It says, let the whole earth shout triumphantly to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. So listen, you gotta say, let the whole earth shout triumphantly. You gotta know it to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. 
Come on, you weak, sad looking Christians. Serve them with gladness. Yeah. We need the status. Wow. Come on. Wow. Why are we always looking to move around? We got trust in our. With a joy in your heart that this is the day that the Lord has made. You got to come on. You got to rejoice. You got to know it. So what things are going away? You think they should go? You are alive, and when you, and when every day, every day you have breath, it gives God an opportunity to get involved in your life. Amen. Yes. You got to know what to say out of your mouth. I was going to talk about a lesson, but we won't talk about that. About our speaking. We gotta, if we get, listen, if we enslave ourselves with our mouth, we have to use our mouth to get out of our captivity. Because listen, it ain't always the devil who puts us in bondage. Your very own mouths do it. Because it's, instead of blessing God, you curse God. Come on. You curse the very life that God has given you. I will never be out of debt. You want you know why you won't? Because you said it. Instead of praising God for whatever bills you have, Lord, I thank you that all my needs are met. Look at that bill every morning. Okay, I see, I see that. You can be noble after a while. Because you can be paid off after that call you paid in full with Jesus. Because it was possible. It's possible. But it only because you believe it. I don't need that. That's okay. You go over there. What you do over there? Actually, it's Tim C. Jones. You go all the way to the Tim one. Why? Because until you until you until you move to where I am and you elevate your praise, every time you elevate your praise, you can move down the seat. Come on. Come on. And if you're going to tell them, you, I told y'all, I told y'all on Wednesday, God is calling us to turn up the volume. Yes, yes. And if you're thinking, listen, he's telling us that because why? Your volume of expectation is so low, there's no praise attached to it. Wow. <laughs> and so when you ain't expecting nothing, you don't do nothing. Come on. Jesus. But if you believe in God and you love God, and listen, most important, if you trust God in anything, then you should turn the volume up with your praise. You wake up, as soon as your, hit, your feet hit the floor, God, I thank you. This is the day. It's known outside, but I thank you. My key touched the door. That car will turn over like it's supposed to. Amen. We were experiencing some, some issues online. The volume was not working. So she told me started praying, and when the praise got lifted, the volume came on. Turn up the volume. Amen. Amen. 
My son was saying, Dad, um, the video still is, is a video shit, but what do we do? We don't care. That's going anywhere. If they can hear, then they can change. If they can hear, God will move. You don't have to see me before, so God can move. You just need to be able to hear. Wow. Damn. Jesus. <laughs> so all y'all who are watching, if y'all come on and the, and the video ain't working right, if you can hear, put your expectation on high and expect God to move. Don't come here Sunday after Sunday and you don't expect your life to change. Turn me off. Because I'm believing that God is going to do something in your life. Amen. We set ourselves to see God's miracles performed in your life. And if you ain't expecting that, turn us off. Not because we are boasting in ourselves. We want your lives to change. Amen. Our lives to change. We waste God's time. We waste time, resources, whatever. Coming in here, setting up all this, and nothing happens. The devil is alive. Come on, babe. <laughs> and a thief. Our praise defeats the enemy. Your praise defeats the enemy. Hallelujah. If you didn't know you had a weapon, let me be the first one to tell you. Your praise is a weapon. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Well, how can I use my weapon, Pastor B? You can open your mouth. Hallelujah. You can clap your hands. Hallelujah. You can stomp your feet. You can holler. You can do whatever you got to do to get God's Listen, because sometimes you need to wake yourself up. Sleepwalking has been long enough. See, I'm not a movie buff, but the movie Walking Dead, that show The Walking Dead, depicts a whole lot of things, demonically. It also depicts some things that you tap in and you look things and sometimes things spiritually. It depicts the Christians and the believer walking through this life. Day. Come on. No power, no authority. No authority to cast out nothing. <laughs> we running when we should be casting out. Come on now. Which we should be speaking to. <laughs> but we take flight. We follow the path. Wow. The world is running, so we run along with it. You know the biggest joke going. They want to try to people running. Everybody stop running. Yeah. The ones who stop are the ones who get beat up. <laughs> well, why are you running? Who you better run with? The opposite for the belief. We don't follow the pack because if the pack is running and they all fall off the cliff, running away from something, well, God has given us the power to stand and speak to it. Come on. Who's going to remain? Come on. Wow. Come on. He called us to remain. Yeah. To stand. To praise. Because listen, because they're coming. Somebody needs to be delivered. That's it. That's right. Somebody needs to be set free. And the moment you stop and you do what God has called you to do, and you deliver somebody, somebody will stand in the next. Because when one can chase a thousand, two can put <laughs> ten thousand to the fire. 
Amen. And so forth, and so forth. And y'all can do that. If one has a thousand, but two do two thousand, think about how many three can. Four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. I'm counting all the chairs in here. It's over 100 and something chairs in here. If your testimony, your life, your praise is elevated, every seat in here will be full. Because you turned up the volume of your praise and your experience with God, what God is doing for you, and you need to get over here. You're wasting your time on Sunday. You got enough sleep. You don't slept for nine hours. You don't need 10 hours to get up. The football game ain't gonna be that good, man. You can put the chicken on the grill or put the chicken on the smoke or whatever you need to do and come on and come to church. Put your greens on, whatever. And come on, come on. I'm getting one And that's for anybody listening. If you come and you take off all the judgment that you have and put on your put on your comfort and worship into this place. And you expect God to show up, guarantee you you'll be for what you came to get. He's obligated to do. He will never return you back the same way that you came in if you're seeking God for something. Yeah. The praise of praise and peace out in Second Corinthians 2:14. It says, Thanks be unto God. Who always causes us to triumph. Amen. Your praise causes you to triumph. You praise the God, it always causes you to triumph. Amen. Why? Because you're thankful unto God. That's 2 Corinthians 2 14. Amen. I'm excited. Amen. Amen. Send you the first. Send your praise first. You gotta send your praise first. And if you don't know how to praise, all you gotta do is like I gave you some, I gave you some, some point. Do thank. A heart of thanksgiving. Remember what God has done for you. Always keep yourself in remembrance for the for what God has done for you. How good he's been to you, my man. He's been better than you to you than you can come think he has he's ever been. And it's for me. See, see, we take our eyes off our own circumstances. I'm just talking to me, you have a conversation. Everybody else is here with me, you have a conversation. If we take our eyes off, and there's one point that you can there's four points I get me, so I'm not just talking about you. This is general. If we take our eyes off of what we don't have, what we don't believe that we should have what we don't think we qualify for, how many people, how many we think, how many we think people have passed us by who don't know, who don't did, don't do as nearly as much as we do, who don't serve God as aggressively and as firmly as we do. Who don't love them as much as we do, as much as we think we do. 
We see their lives upon this whole nother trajectory, this whole nother path. They got the car they dream, they live in the house they desire, they got the whatever. All this natural stuff. Without really knowing the internal of a man. Because some most people can put on the front that God is anything. God is doing the, the miraculous in their lives. But there's no praise and worship to them at all. And that's not everybody. I'm not painting everybody with the same brush. But what I am saying, most people who think that way don't see the goodness of God in their very own lives because they're looking at others. Um, and when we take a step, Stop watching all the window shopping. When we stop window shopping and looking at other people's lives and focus purely on our life and allow ourselves to always be reminded. Always be reminded of the goodness of God. The things that God has done in our life. Then man, I don't worry about nobody. Not to the people I'm not concerned for people. So, but I don't let their lives dictate how I how I serve God. Why? Because I know God to be so amazing. And I don't never more, I don't ever want to miss a moment and say, God, thank you. I may not have everything I desire. Listen, when I look back at when I was in Southeast Washington, DC, and um, I, we had we we had we had what we was eating what we was eating. I was walking around with the shoes I had on. I thank God for where I am. And that's no shot don't know to anybody who's who's currently in that situation. But if he can do it for me, he can do it for you. He wants to do it for you. He will do it for you. You got to want that because you got to let him. He makes nobody serve. He makes nobody, don't let nobody tell you he makes you serve. Now we know Paul was on this on that Saul, he was on that road to the basket and he got locked on that dunny. <laughs> if God, if, if Saul wouldn't have answered the call, it would have been in vain. But Saul. Now, Paul recognized God. And he received what God was, what God was doing in his life. And it changed his life forever. He went from a persecutor to a worshiper. Amen. He went from a killer to now saving people, helping to bring people to the body of Christ. To the knowledge of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 So listen, I want to encourage you guys today. If you need to be saved, type it in the chat. You want to be delivered. Listen, go on to listen, reach out to us. We here, we have prayer warriors. We are here praying with you, prayer for you. If you need a church home, the kingdom advancing, T Cams, everybody know I love to call it. We are, we are the T Cam family. Yes, we are. Don't listen. 
I rep Jesus Christ harder than anything. Next to mine is my family. And then TK family. <laughs> yeah, man, the kingdom advancing because you, we want to make sure that in this last day that we are advancing God's kingdom.